On his uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, university head football coach now joining us. And uh, Kent Lasher, uh, it is, uh, man, It's I've really been excited to get to visit with you. I know it's got to be a, a tough week because you're just, you know, you just keep wanting this thing to last and, and go and keep moving. Have you sort of moved past the, the frustration, uh, uh, Coach? By the way, before we jump into this, it's so exciting to have you, and uh, congratulations on a, on a breakthrough season out there at university. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bittersweet. We had a really good year. We were six points from winning 10 ball games. Uh, we won six overall, and that's more than the university's had in, you know, about 13 years. So I'm glad we, uh, we broke through, as you mentioned before, um, uh, got to the second round. We faced a really good Marshall team, Fort Bend Marshall. And, um, I believe they're ranked number one or two in the state. And, um, Made some mistakes early um, in that game and kind of got us behind. And, you know, hat goes off to them. You know, they they really don't have a lot of weaknesses, if any, on their team. They have speed and they have size, and, and they are they've they've won a lot of games. Uh, they've won they've only lost one or two games in five, every year for more than five years. So they that was something that was good for our team to see and match up against uh, because we you know a lot of our kids this is the first time we've been there so. Um, you know, coming off the season we had in 2021 and now we're in 2022. Now the expectations and, um, you know, the things that we expect to do um, are, are obviously going in the right direction. And that was a lot that we learned from just playing that game. You know, this is what you envisioned. You knew you could turn this thing around, this once proud program. Uh, but, of course, you have to demonstrate it. And, and then you got to get people to believe, like even when you said 2021, you weren't winning football games. When you look back on all that, uh, Coach Laster, what, what, was there a moment in 2021 at least where you said, okay, I think we are going to turn the corner or something, even when you weren't getting that immediate uh, feedback from, from the, that comes with success? Was there any part of the process that, that you thought, okay, we're going to be fine here and we're going to be able to do this? I would say the latter part of the 2021 season when our kids, you know, even though we weren't winning, when our kids, when they started to buy into to what, you know, you there's a way to win with dignity and there's a way to lose with dignity and there's a way to, to handle yourself both ways where you show that you have the the mental toughness and the fortitude to to that will sustain you and 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 help you work in the long run and so you know probably around Burleson maybe even Everman and then on uh Seguin definitely Seguin the way we played that game that was the one game we we actually were close and we had a chance and our kids their demeanor was you know it was just we they had great energy the entire game and so after that game uh, you know that Seguin game, which was game 10, I said, you will, you know, that next Monday, once we said goodbye to the seniors, we told that group, uh, you know, Hey, we, we need to put the work in, in the off season. We need to take that same energy and focus and intensity that we had in that game and learn the lessons that we learned the entire season and know that if we want to do better, it's up to us. Nobody's going to give us anything. Let's put the work in. And that was in November of 2021 
talking about 2022. And then we went, you know, in the off season, we had a great banquet. We had a great, uh, all, you know, spring, uh, football, uh, boot camp. Uh, we did that for the first time. And then summer strength and condition, everybody showed up to strength and conditioning. And, uh, of course that's, that's voluntary. So, but everybody showed up when they did that. I knew good things were on the horizon and, uh, mm-hmm. You know, you you say you know you don't really know, but you you know I've I've kind of done this for a while, and I've this is my second program where we kind of have gone from taking over a team that hasn't had success recently, and then you know the second year, just like at Central, we won six games and went to the playoffs. It's it's very similar to what happened when I was at Little Rock Central. Um, that program hadn't won, uh, they hadn't had a winning season. And then year two was the, was the year that we turned it around and, and going from there. So we're, we got a lot to look forward to. We just got to put in a lot of work. And um, I'm, I'm happy to have a lot of guys that are coming back um, that, are, that are lettermen and, uh, and have done well. So we just, we just got to keep working. Kit Laster joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Coach, what draws you to these turnaround situations i mean what a historic i toured a few years ago on a trip we went through little rock central and they had across the street of course the museum and Mm -hmm. and and just such all the history and everything but is there is there something about these these programs that you know have have maybe uh, like you say this this program hadn't been to the uh, university hadn't been to playoffs Mm -hmm. it's 2009 what is it about those type of programs that sort of seem to draw you in what do you what do you enjoy about this process because i'm sure the university folks are hoping Mm -hmm. that you'll go ahead and stay around and (laughs) reap the reap the benefits of all this hard work well i mean i don't know if it's so much that i've you know it's of course i love helping people and kids that's you know i tell the kids all the time you know my number one goal in coaching is I, I want to win championships and I want to get scholarships and I want to, I want them to be all, you know, win accolades and do what they have to do. But at the same time, my biggest uh, mission in my life is to be able to help people experience things that they never would have experienced. And so that's, you know, when we spend time with our kids going to games and I took about 20 of them to Austin to spend the night and go out to eat and go out and, and just go have a good time. Um, and just watch them in the settings where it's not about our football, our necessarily playing football, but we're we're watching Texas spring ball, or we're going to TCU, or we're going A and M, or we go on a, just a, a trip with some dads or something like that. Um, that's my biggest goal. But you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm I'm kind of an underdog. I, I you know I grew up my earliest years were in South Dallas, and you know I took the kids one time to literally where I was from. 2832 Grand Avenue, right down from Fair Park, and that's where my my first memories in life were. There, I I lived in that neighborhood until the third grade. So I went to kindergarten till third, and then my mom eventually moved us out to Lake Collins. And so, kind of have that underdog uh, mentality. I've always kind of had to work uh, my way up. Um, I did that when I was a college coach, going from Division two to FCS to FBS, and then being a eventually being a coordinator and having a lot of years where I interviewed for a lot of jobs, came close, didn't get jobs under the Frisco nine years, didn't get an opportunity. And so I just, I guess, you know, God has put me in a position where um, I had to learn patience and I had to learn how to just keep working and keep chopping and, and um, you know, just show that, you know, we can take people. I could help 
people that hadn't done a lot uh, and had a, a lot of success. And you know what? If we just keep working, um, eventually the hard work is going to pay off. So I guess that kind of the underdog with university kind of being that underdog and me being underdog, I guess that kind of went together along with Central at the time. Um, you know, the same thing. So I've just been really blessed with these two programs to be able to show that it really can be done. How much did um, Mike Zafudo and that Lake Highlands program play a, play a role in what you chose to do in your profession? I mean, I'm amazed at how many head coaches wow. now out across yeah. Texas. Uh, by the way, I'm old buddies with Dave Handel. I've mm-hmm. known him for years, yeah. and I guess he's in Tomball now. But, boy, you go right down the line. You guys are kind of all across the, the state. What was it about that program especially kind of in the early 90s and when you all had that thing rolling in. Stiggers gets there, Marcus. I saw Marcus the other night, Mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, What was kind of going on? It it had to be more than just, oh, they were great at the wishbone or great at running that Mm -hmm. veer that you all did. What was it about that staff and that group that has produced so many uh, excellent coaches like yourself? Yeah, oh, man, that that right there is – Pretty amazing. Uh, first of all, you know, Mike Zafudo, I get a little emotion thinking about it, but um, first of all, he was a disciplinarian. Uh, he was a former Marine, two-time Purple Heart winner or recipient. He didn't, he didn't win it, but he was uh, wounded in Vietnam. And the discipline that we had in high school, I think a lot of us, we have that. Uh, in us, every coach on his staff became a head coach, every single coach. And so guys like J.B. Wallace, Kenny Wheaton, uh, Jim Jim Ledford, uh, Harry Everett, all of them, Coach Sanders, every coach, J.B. Wallace, every one of them became head coaches. And so the discipline and the foundation was laid um, from the everyday work that we put in. We, we as players, we had some good players, but we mainly were – kind of average to good players. We had some really great players. You mentioned Marcus Stiggers. You mentioned, uh, you know, guys like Detron Smith and, uh, you know, John Walters that started at Alabama, Marcus Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I could keep going on, uh, you know, the guys. But um, he instilled in us, and, and uh, Zafudo was uh, – he, he kind of ran it like a, a Marine, uh, you know, a, a boot camp type of program. And so we and we knew that we won because we were more disciplined. Uh, we played, the, we beat Dallas Carter. We we would beat, you know, the Richardson. They was re- they were really good, and we matched up against Temple back in those days. And so fast forward, all his his staff became head coaches, and they had their run. Jerry Gaden was one of them. He had a phenomenal run, two semifinals in the late nineties. And and then uh, you look at um, David Handel, you look at who's at Tomball, you look at uh, Reed Heim, who's still undefeated at Den Geyer. Uh, Shea Hendricks is undefeated at Bernie, uh, at Bernie High School. Uh, and it's just so many great coaches that came out of his tree, and we all have that in common. Yeah. And, uh, wow. you know, he was it, – it's really – you know the legacy that Mike Zafudo gave us in the in the late '80s, early '90s uh, is lasting today with so many great coaches, and a lot of that alumni is still gone. They've moved back, their families back, and now play at Lake Highlands again. And uh, me and my wife and my kids, we actually coming back from Colorado. I met with um, his daughter 
and uh, his son-in-law at at his gravesite, and his ki- his grandkids are the same age as my my two daughters. So they played. We thought we were only gonna be there for about fifteen minutes. They played uh-huh. for an hour, and I just you know we just had a great time. But you know it, it's you know I, I can go on and on about Coach because you know at the end of the day I probably wouldn't even be a coach if it, if it weren't for him. Yeah, and then he did some broadcasting, didn't he? And and uh, did. even yeah. <laughs> was very he famous on, for one. <laughs> oh yeah, on, uh, he. I tell you what, I just happened to be back in '95 or '96. I happened to be coming back. He asked me. He called me. He said, "Will you come do the?" He was doing uh, the broadcast for Lake Islands, and then I know obviously that same year in the playoffs, uh, John Tyler and Plano East they uh, they play and. That was the game where uh, Plano East comes back and John Tyler runs the kickoff back at the last second. And, uh, you know, he has, you know, it was, it's famous. It's all, everybody knows about that, that, uh, that broadcast and that game. And Mike Pluto, uh goes down in history. So, uh, yeah, you're bringing up some, some really interesting things, but I'm just blessed to say that um, all of my, my uh, fellow teammates and alumni and, you know, we weren't. It wasn't just the football team. Everybody, whether they were a Highland Dad or whether they were, you know, cheerleader or it, it was. It's really special. And um, at that, I just happened to be there at that time when all that was happening, and we had mm-hmm. some great runs. Well, and another good buddy is Ryan Smith, who was, uh, I guess, with you, overlapped with you as well as a doctor now. All of y'all have gone on to do uh, Mm -hmm. amazing things. It's really neat. What about your seniors? Um, You know, that's going to go down as one of the most important senior classes in many, many years at university. Uh, And I thought that was cool the other night. I heard that they addressed, uh, and you may have asked them to do that. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure how that all went down, but that was – I heard that was kind of a cool scene, it, it, even after a tough loss, that they were kind of still uh, passing it down to that next group and, and addressing the rest of the team. Was that a pretty special moment for you to, to, to be a part of? Absolutely. You know, I, again, I, the biggest thing we try to teach these young men and young ladies, because we've got trainers that are there, and they're, they're like a part of the team, but we try to teach um, these young men that, you know, whether you win or you lose, you've got to do it with, with class and dignity. And, um, you know, after every game, we, we honor the other team's alma mater. And then a lot of times they'll come back and do it with us. And and then uh, then obviously when we got we, – we form a U and we talk. And we do this in practice, but this was the one time where every senior got up. We don't – after every practice, they don't all get up and talk. But before I say anything, I allow the coaching staff – and I allow the, the seniors or the captains to say something. Well, this time, every senior, we, we wanted every senior to get up and and say something about their experience and encouraging the young guys that are coming back. And that was really good as a senior, just watch a senior who's obviously has some, you know, some emotions going on, being able to uh, address his teammates one last time and, um, we're, I'm really thankful for all those seniors for what they've done and sticking, sticking to it and being the group that they were the ones that, you know, brought university out of the wilderness. Uh, you know, I talk about that, about that a lot, you know, coming out of the wilderness and, uh, and they decided to do that. 
All right. Well, I tell you, um, this I knew this would be fun. I've been looking forward to getting to visit with you. You know, I've been trying it for a few weeks now, uh, and uh, this was uh, this was great season. And by the way, kind of where I'm, where we're spending Thanksgiving right now, I can kind of peek out my window here and see the boneyard. Just so you know, so <laughs> that's awesome. You're, that's you know, that's awesome. That is awesome. Your your yeah. old stomping grounds there, and sure. that's uh, Boy, y'all had some amazing teams. So let's do this again, Coach, and uh, continued success to you. And uh, I just hope university can hold on to you because uh, I don't want you to get interested in another turnaround. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, uh, that's right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, you bet. A great one. Have you a great bet. It's the happy Thanksgiving. Kent Laster, the uh, head coach uh, over at uh, university, uh, has done a great job with athletics over there. Uh, in that position, and and they just made a great hire. You know, you never know. I mean, all those years ago, Waco ISD got it right with Johnny Tusa. That became a monster. University had those great runs, and boy, we know everybody who was a part of that. Some of the players over the years, and LT, and all of that. But um, but Kent Laster is starting a new and exciting chapter with uh, with University. So that's a lot of fun to get to catch up with him. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and you know what time it is. Campus Confidential. It's next. It's round three of the Texas Schoolboy Football Playoffs, and the Mar Panthers take on Sims Bowie this Friday 